I'm a foodie and I enjoy learning about the process that brings great foods and beverages from idea to the table. And then I like tasting them and learning the nuances of what creates the most significant tastes from coffee to cheese to distilled beverages. I did a tequila tasting in Mexico and recently bourbon, Heaven Hill bottled in bond bourbon really impressed me from the story to the taste. I grew up in Kentucky where horse racing and bourbon are famous and I got introduced to Heaven Hill bottled in bond bourbon. It's produced by Heaven Hill Distillery, which has been and still remains family owned since 1935. And I'm impressed with the bourbon's ultra rich, smooth taste. And right on the bottle, it states that this bourbon is seven years old, which is actually three times longer than what's required to be certified as bottled in bond. I feel with beverages, the longer the prep, the better the taste. Being a bottled in bond product means it must pass a list of seven requirements that set the standard for this quality bourbon. So look for it at your local store. Heaven Hill reminds you to think wisely and drink wisely. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What Drives You is brought to you by Ziggler, your premier source for equipping life and leadership coaches. Visit Ziggler.com and let them inspire your true coaching performance. Yeah. Welcome to What Drives You. I'm Kevin Miller, and I'm here to help you get more clarity on what drives you and why, so you can upshift your life to go further and faster with more peace and ease and not redline and burnout. We are driven people who want to reach great destinations and achievements, but enjoy the daily drive so much we don't really ever want to stop driving. Every day is a success. That's the goal. In this episode, I'm wrapping up our series on avoiding burnout, which happens when we're driving out of alignment. So my catalyst for the series was Dr. Niha Sangwan. She was, uh, well, she's a doc and she was juggling 18 critically ill patients per day, barely surviving 36 hour shifts fueled by sugar and caffeine. This was in her early thirties. And she did that until she couldn't, and she burned out. She realized something had to give. So she used her scientific background to climb back out. And her new book that was, again, our muse is called Powered by Me, From Burned Out to Fully Charged at Work and in Life. I then brought on, to discuss it further, Heather Monahan. Uh, Heather and I did a series just a couple months ago on confidence. Uh, she's the two-time best-selling author. Her first book is Confidence Creator. Now, her latest book is Overcome Your Villains, Mastering Your Beliefs, Actions, and Knowledge to Conquer Any Adversity. Heather is the host of the top-ranked, literally top-ranked, Creating Confidence podcast. And she knows burnout. She spent a lot of years in corporate America. Now she works, uh, she coaches a lot of people in corporate America. But burnout can happen to anyone, anywhere, at any time. And there's a lot of factors in it. If you are not being authentic to yourself, it's likely to happen and you're going to wreck your drive. So I'm going to go over what I really felt like were the highlights from this series. Here we go. All right. This is my wrap up. We call it the big 
idea, the big takeaway, the big action. And what I'm looking at really as the big initial idea here is that burnout should not be normal. Number one, burnout should not be normal. I mean, anything negative in our culture today that becomes kind of pervasive, we just tend to normalize. We talked about this in episode three or part three uh, with Heather Monahan. We tend to normalize it and we try to just be comfortable with it instead of dealing with it. Uh, so today, the norm, just as an analogy, is to be out of shape, to take medications or four medications or have high anxiety and deal with depression and have this long list of aches and pains and maladies and mental stressors, so many things that we used to not deal with so much, but now they're normal and we rather just kind of make friends with them than call them out. I say that with sensitivity. I deal with stuff too. I'm not free from everything too. I'm just aware that some of the stuff I look at myself and go, man, this, this is not normal. It shouldn't be normal. I don't want this to be my normal. And so with burnout, that's become this almost, uh, I think in some ways, even like a badge of honor. And, and it's not. I mean, burnout should not be normal. I mean, I did it and it was a sign. It is a sign of my personal unawareness and my ill health at the time. And I have to work to avoid it today to become aware so I don't fall back into it. I don't have anyone on this show as a result of burnout. They end up on the show because they figured themselves out and discovered how to have success with peace. Now, that a lot of them, unfortunately, have it in their background and it's part of their story that helped them learn how to have true success. But burnout in and of, ex- uh, of itself is not success. It's a failure. I mean, we applaud people who reach big successes. I mean, step back and think about the people that we tend to applaud in our culture uh, and we tend to applaud the big success, even if the collateral damage was huge. And in, in reality, again, we've normalized that, that, hey, it's okay to make a billion bucks or be famous and have wrecked health or wrecked relationships or have gone bankrupt multiple times or even end up hating life at the end. You know, we have people and my gosh, I have people that are, are, are dear to me that have ended their lives. And we look at it and go, well, you know, if they had some big successes, uh, it's okay. And my gosh, I, I don't think it is. It's not for them. It's not for the people in close to their lives. Um, but we tend to do that as a culture. We applaud people who won the big battle, even if it nearly killed them and it is killing them or it's killing others. And that's why one of the top deathbed regrets is it's never about achievements, but it's about, I wish I had let myself be happy. And it's interesting, Niha, Dr. Sanguan, she talked about our propensity to look at aspects of burnout and think, okay, how can we just figure out how to do more with less? Uh, faster has got to be better. Success it requires struggle, right? It's supposed to be hard. And how can we just be more efficient? How can we just move at a quicker pace? How can we make more than we did last year and grit our teeth? And this was also somewhat similar to the message that we had recently in the series with Ben Hardy on 10Xing. 10X is easier than 2X, really kind of thinking big is. And he was saying, it's not burnout. It's not running yourself ragged. We want to work. I know it's pithy to say, we want to work smarter, not harder. And again, I would say that, I mean, the big testimony to me is the people on my show, those books lying in the shelf behind me are a result of people who figured out, oh, I need to work smarter, not harder. And these are people that I find that are more at peace. They have more margin in their lives. Not now, not as a luxury, but as a result of figuring out how to do this with 
somewhat balanced. Now I struggle with that word balance because I think we attach a lot of baggage onto that, but it's an aspect of balance in their lives. And we'll get into that more in just a second here. Another big takeaway or a big idea here is that burnout comes from not being authentic. We're in a time period where people love that word, authentic. I want authenticity, especially the younger generation. I want authenticity. Well, burnout comes from not being authentic to yourself, about yourself. In some ways, it comes from being, it's a result of violating yourself, not taking care of yourself, harming yourself, honestly. I've realized in later years, I, I used myself, I have the propensity to use myself as a tool. Kevin's just a tool to get something done. Not a human to take care of, he's just a tool to get something done. I want Kevin just to get that thing done, to achieve that thing. And I treated other people this way as well. And it's okay if you're in a battle for a moment to treat yourself that way and not worry about the damage, but that's not a life. That's a moment, maybe. Or maybe even a time, maybe even a little time period where you just got to make things happen, you know, survival mode that happens. And I'm not dissing that. I'm just saying it's not the way to live long-term. We can't live like, well, we might be able to exist and survive that way for a long time, but it's not, we're not going to thrive. So I don't think there's anybody listening to this right now who says, yeah, I'm just good with survival mode. I'm going to stick there long-term. You want to thrive. You want to go beyond that to true success, authentic success. And that's by being aware of yourself and being authentic to yourself. In my book, What Drives You, I walk you through seven key areas of life to help you work through what you want and why, what you really want, which you may not, uh, you may find often people do as they're working through it that, oh my gosh, I don't really know what I want or I thought I did. And now that I'm reading this stuff, uh, I'm finding out I, I don't or what I thought I wanted, I don't want. I want something different. That's great. It's a great realization. Um, And you figure out what you want ultimately by understanding why. I want this why. You have to ask that why a few times. What is the core motive behind why you're doing this? And again, we often find that we aren't aware of why. We have to dig deep and that may sometimes change what we actually want. When When you know what you truly want and you really know why, that's what I call alignment. And so does Dr. Sangwang. That's alignment. And we talked about this with Heather as well. And if you're not alignment, you will find burnout. And then when you come into alignment, you won't, you won't, you may work a ton, but you're going to love what you're doing and you're going to have things in alignment. Got to get aware of yourself. Most of today, you will be indoors, likely your home or your office. I am as well. Even with my treks out into the woods, I spend a lot of time inside. And we're going to think about 20,000 breaths. According to the EPA, the indoor air is two to five times more polluted than the outdoor air, sometimes up to 100 times more polluted. At my studio, we have heat being forced through old ducts. I walk on carpet full of years of junk. No idea what's floating in the air that I'm taking constant gulps of. The solution is an air purifier and Air Doctor is just the best. Air Doctor filters out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants and allergens such as pollen, pet dander, dust mites, mold, bacteria, viruses. They do it so your lungs don't have to. Air Doctor comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus shipping. Go to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code KEVIN, and depending on the model, you'll receive up to 39% off or up to 300 bucks off. Exclusive to podcast customers, you will also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit. 
which is an additional $84 value. So to get this special offer, go to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com. Use promo code Kevin, airdoctorpro.com, promo code Kevin. Thankfully, the days of building a business website, then having this massive endeavor to integrate an online store are gone. Today, Shopify has fixed all that. I had one business where we actually built the entire website on Shopify's platform. So whether you're just starting out or you're selling a million bucks of product already, Shopify is just the industry leader. It works the same for physical products or online and digital, and Shopify is just hands down the best out there. Most importantly, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. It's 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Getting people to buy is not that hard, at least to the buying point, but getting them to actually give their payment info is, and Shopify is king in that department. They also have top tier customer service, which I think is critical. You can sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Kevin. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash Kevin to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Kevin. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible because we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. And if you're not in alignment, you will find burnout. And then when you come into alignment, you won't, you won't, you may work a ton, but you're going to love what you're doing and you're going to have things in alignment. Got to get aware of yourself. So big takeaways here. Well, burnout can be caused by multiple reasons. As you heard Heather talk about, she had a time when she was working a lot, maybe too much. Well, no, she was working too much, but she loved what she was doing. She dug what she was doing, but she was working too much that she was neglecting other areas of her life. And ultimately her health became the issue. That's not being in alignment. And it led her to uh, the brink of burning out again, not because of the work, but because of what was not happening as a result of working too much. Another aspect, and she talked about, Heather talked about this too, working with some kind of a negative that's there day in and day out that's eating away at you. I talked about it as in reference to termites. That's the, uh, Tom Ziegler talks about that a lot, that the big calamities, earthquakes and fires tsunamis and, and and whatnot, hurricanes, those get the news. But through a given year, more damage is done by termites. Nobody's talking about termites, but they do more damage. It's those little nagging day after day, continual things that will ultimately undermine us. And Heather talked about that and said that there was a job that she had, but she was working with somebody who was really negative. And over time, she got to thinking she didn't like the job anymore. And it took a while to realize, wait, no, I actually like the job. I just, that person is poisoning it, diluting it for me. And that can lead to burnout. How many people have lost a great opportunity, run away from it, thinking it was bad and it wasn't. It was something negative eating away at them. Another big piece here is working at something you don't 
believe in, you don't connect with. Again, I think that's become a norm. Well, yeah, I don't, you know, the product, the service, I'm not even connected to, or I don't care. I don't believe in, but you know, the pay is good. Maybe even the people are good and the culture is good, but I'm not connected to it. Over time, it generally will not sustain itself. And people start disconnecting, disengaging from their work because they can't connect with what the end product or service is and what it means to people. And ultimately, then you start wondering, what am I contributing? Doesn't mean that you have to absolutely you know, adore and have the most altruistic product or service. But if you don't have some kind of connection, and I found people that they think, I, I'm not saving the world. I don't know that I'm doing mankind something great, but it's fun. I kind of dig it. Well, if it inspires you, it's going to inspire other people. And, and that's, that can be great. Again, so it doesn't have to be the end all holy grail calling of your life necessarily with that product or service. I mean, great if it is, but it can be fun. I mean, what I'm doing right now, am I saving the planet? I don't know. I, I feel like I'm helping people. It's a testimony that I get with this personal development, you know, concept. Uh, so I think it's, I think it's, I really do. I think it's good. I have a heart for what we're doing here. I want driven people. I also enjoy it. It's what I'm curious about. It's what I'm interested in. I love having great conversations with people. So I, to that degree, I, I enjoy it. I could probably find great joy talking about other things that I care about, health and wellness and, and running and riding, cycling, sports, adventure, you know, whatnot, because I just have fun with it. But there's some connection, needs to be some connection. So again, looking at how do you feel about the people that you work with? And I'm going to say that you live with as well. We're going to, and we're going to hit that in just a moment. Um, how do you feel about the role that you have, the tasks and the duties that you're doing day in and day out? How are you, how are you doing with that? How sustainable is that? Uh, how about your control? You feel in control of what you're doing. We like to have some level of autonomy. These are some areas to look at. And Niha, Dr. Niha Sangwan, she talked about three signs of burnout. And I'll give this to you as an, as an ending, uh, takeaway exhaustion exhaustion and you can look at that and that can involve your personal and professor professional life but if you have exhaustion at the end of the day you're probably you're likely headed towards it's going to manifest somewhere and it could likely be burnout and again whether it's a result of your work your personal life if it's burnout it's burnout and you're going to do what you can do do what you do until the day you can't reminds me of randy james my buddy dr randy james he talks about nobody ever comes in and goes you know what Man, I've been smoking a pack a day or two packs a day of cigarettes for you know 15 years. Haven't got cancer yet, so I must be good. Well, that's not how it works. That stuff's eating away in there until all of a sudden it manifests and now you have cancer. That's what burnout is usually going to be a result of. Day in and day out, I don't have burnout yet. I don't have burnout yet. I'm doing, I'm doing it. I made it yesterday. I made it the day after that. Made it the day after that until the day you can't. That's what happened to me. So exhaustion. Cynicism. And that an interesting one. When you find that you're feeling cynicism towards your day, your life, what you do. Think about that. I mean, you should know. It should be a red flag. Ineffectiveness. How often do you feel like that's the grind? Man, I'm just going through the grind. Are you effective? Are you really producing results? Are you progressing? Or are you just making it day in and day out? Again, the grind, we've normalized it. So what are some big actions? Biggest one is self-awareness. And guys, I say that, you know, if you've been listening long, that that's been, I've had a lot of areas of, I'd say some self-awareness or at least performance awareness 
but not about me and myself and my feelings. And, you know, there's some people out there who may not want to hear the touchy feely thing. And that's not me necessarily, but I do want to have a handle on how am I feeling and I want to be able to manage it well and still perform well, but we got to know. And are we in burnout relation? Are we getting desensitized? Are we getting bitter? What have we normalized that shouldn't be normalized? What are those negative feelings? Those, and that's what uh, Dr. Sanguan talked about. And we talked about at the beginning of the show with her is how there used to be a time she actually used the hunter gatherers analogy back then where we were highly sensitive to our feelings. We had to be for survival. Today, we don't. Today, we're all pretty much safe and secure for the most part. Not many people listening to this show, uh, if any, are worried about their daily survival. They're not on edge wondering about the next break of a branch in the woods that might be a predator. Most of us aren't there. And so we can kind of ignore our feelings to our detriment and it ultimately comes out. So if you're dealing with negativity and anxiety and whatever all the warning signs are, they're there for a reason. So we got to audit our work, our personal life, and look for the signs. What are not sustainable? I wish I had done that. I wish I had looked and said, what are the negative feelings I'm ignoring, I'm unaware of, I'm stuffing? Those are going to manifest. I wish I could go back to 30-year-old Kevin and said, man, what are the signs? And I had done an audit like we're talking about here. So to do that well, I would say work through the key areas of, of, of your life. And I'll shamelessly promote my book. That's what it's about, getting in alignment. So uh, I'll give you an offer for the book here in just a second. But I'll tell you also, you don't have to get the book to go through spirituality. Okay, let's. here's a seven, real quick, seven key areas of life. Spirituality, your beliefs, your faith, even your worldview. I read something this morning. It said the most important decision uh, you will make is whether you believe you live in a friendly or hostile universe, world, however you want to call it. Isn't that interesting? That's your belief. That's your faith. Do you, are you living just for yourself? I think not. You wouldn't be listening to the show if you were living just for you and you alone. Uh, but do you feel like it's all up to you? Nobody's got your back. That's an aspect of faith. Do you believe in something greater? Greater than you? doesn't have to be a deity or a God or a power. I happen to believe in that, but it can be something greater than you. It can be humanity. A lot of people these days say love. I know I got to get into semantics of doctrine here, but spirituality, how are you doing? What are you thinking? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. spirituality. How are you doing? What are you thinking? Number two, relationships. How are your relationships? Talk about something that can eat away at you and cause burnout in all areas of your life. I've seen people with great jobs and they got destroyed or they, they destroyed their opportunity because of relational strife. How about your health and wellness? How do you feel? How do you feel? Period. 
How do you feel day to day? How are you feeling? How's your energy levels? How's your peace? Um, and even how do you look? That's a dicey one there. Feels judgmental. How do you look to you? To you. Doesn't matter how you look if you can look in the mirror and be good with you. Doesn't matter a lick. Um, but it, it, it doesn't matter to the grand scheme of things. It matters in regards to you and how you feel about you. So I don't care how you look in the mirror. You care how you look in the mirror. Are you okay with it? Health and wellness. How do you feel? How do you feel about how you look? Those are big pieces. And I get, I get into that. And I, I think tactfully in the book. Number four, mind, your mind, your mental health, your mental state. How's that working? How are you doing? Are you running uh, with your hair on fire? Do you have anxiety? Are you dealing with depression? Or do you feel so happy? Do you feel some peace? Do you feel things are okay? How about your work? We talked about that a lot. I won't go further to that, but how do you feel about what you do, what you're devoting the majority of your days to, at least Monday through Friday? How do you feel about your work? How do you feel about money? Uh, we had Ken Honda on the show, talked about happy money. What are your feelings about money, your, your emotions around money? It's a security aspect. Ultimately, at the end of the day, it's about security. can be about credibility, status, uh, for sure as well. Either way, how do you feel about it? How do you feel about your ability to create money, to go get money? I know people who have a lot of money and they have really negative feelings about it because they're afraid of losing it because they're not secure in their ability to make it. How do you feel about money? Last one, achievements. How do you feel about the things you've done, the things you've achieved? That's so hard in today's comparison world. Um, and I get that. I can look at people so much younger who've done so much more, who had worse things going for them and not as much uh, to draw from as I do, not as much privilege. But you got to come to peace with yourself. How do you feel about your achievements, what you've done? How do you feel about what you want to do? Do you have something that you're looking forward to? Uh, how do you feel about what you think you're capable of? So if you want to work through that more, I'd be happy to give you my book for free. It's, I've never done this before. I just thought about it here. I'll probably keep doing it now. Uh, and here's the thing, not a PDF. I'll send you a physical copy of the book for free. It's a galley copy. If you're not aware of what that is, when you write a book, the publisher sends you all these books uh, that are like, uh, they haven't been fully edited. It'll say not for sale, may have an incorrect something in them, but they give them to you early so you can send them to people of influence early before the book's published. So a lot of the books on my shelf back here are called galley copies. It's not the final edition. It's what they sent me to review to see if I would have somebody on a show before the book even comes out. A lot of people I have, and we record here on the show before the book comes out. Uh, and I get this galley copy is what it is. Well, I have a lot of galley copies. It's a weird story. I got a truckload and I hadn't used many before they sent me the final copy of the book. It's a weird deal with my publisher. Go figure. So once I got the hard copy, I had no use for the galley copies. So I have a galley copy. It's kind of a, it's called a collector's edition but it's a galley copy paperback, but it's a hardcover copy. I will send it to you for free. Here's what I ask. Go to Apple and leave a rating and a review. doesn't have to be a five-star rating. It could be a one-star rating for the show. Leave a review and you can be critical if you want, but take a, give a rating and review. Send me a screenshot at kmiller at kevinmiller.co. Okay. Leave a rating review on Apple Take a screenshot, send it to kmiller at kevinmiller.co and send us your address, name and address, 
and uh, we'll send you a galley copy of the book so you can get the book for free. All right, there's my offer. Uh, I hope this has been helpful as you look at burnout and I want you to avoid burnout because that will take your drive right off the road. Friends, thanks for tuning in as we work to leverage the power of our unique inner drive and wake every day loving the drive. Even as we drive toward destinations we really want, we love the drive today. That's the goal. Uh, Thanks to Dr. Niha Sangwan. Her book, again, that was the catalyst, the muse for this series, is called Powered by Me, From Burned Out to Fully Charged at Work and in Life. And you can find her at intuitiveintelligenceinc.com. Intuitiveintelligenceinc.com. And she, by the way, is is everywhere. I saw her. She's been on the Today Show. She's been on, I'm grateful that we have a top podcast and the top 1% of podcasts. And yet there are some that are, uh, they're from here. They're from, they're up in Mars. How's that? Huge podcast, Mel Robbins and Dr. Mark Hyman. And I've seen her on these shows too. So uh, she's, she's really made a splash with her help on burnout. So I would check her out. Uh, also, thanks to Heather Monahan. Again, her book that really put her on the map as an influencer is called Confidence Creator. And then her latest one is called Overcome Your Villains, Mastering Your Beliefs, Actions, and Knowledge to Conquer Any Adversity. Again, if you type in uh, Kevin Miller and Heather Monahan, you should come up with our series. If you go back, it might have been September, uh, possibly of 2023, just still this year, that we did a series on confidence that was really stout. So you can check that out. Uh, You can find her at heathermonahan.com. And right now you're listening to a podcast. You can just type in creating confidence or Heather Monahan, and you'll find her podcast, creating confidence. It's one of the top 200 overall podcasts in Apple podcast. And if you appreciate this, I would be so grateful back to the reviews, man. It helps so many people find us and know what we're about. If you leave a review on Apple, you can leave a rating on Spotify and you could watch these episodes. We've got a lot more people who are watching them on YouTube and commenting in the comments about questions and comments about these shows, which is really cool. You can find us on YouTube, social media, everywhere, Kevin Miller, CO. And again, if you want to master your own inner drive, check out my book, What Drives You on Amazon. And again, go leave a review for the show on Amazon. Send a screenshot screenshot to kmiller at kevinmiller.co and I will send you a galley copy. It's a paperback copy of my book, What Drives You for free. Until next time, stay driven. Yeah.